What if it doesn't work out? How many times have you asked yourself that when hoping and praying for something you really, really want? In this episode, I'm going to share exactly how to combat that fear and anxiety of what if it doesn't work out and how to stay in hope. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Sisters of Christ podcast. I'm Jeanette Bordeaux, your host. This is the podcast where you can come and have your faith stirred up and be encouraged by sisters like me and other amazing women that we have on the show who share advice and testimonies. Our hope is that you leave here more on fire for Jesus than you were before. Now get ready to be encouraged with today's episode. I am so glad you are here today because today is a very special day and that is it's my birthday Woo! I am 29 years old today and if you have a birthday in May I just want to say happy birthday to you happy happy birthday shout out to all my May birthday people okay so now we can jump in now that we've <laughs> um, established it's my birthday we can jump into the topic today so recently so a friend of mine had quoted um, this line from a book, and it goes a little something like this. People who have the most hope also have the highest fear of being hopeful. And essentially what the person was saying in the book was people who have so much hope for the things to come. They're excited about maybe the future or specific things that are going to happen, things that God has spoken about, you know, that's coming Um, they also have this great fear of hoping for something. And when I hear that, I immediately think, okay, they have a fear of the disappointment that may come if that thing doesn't come through. And honestly, when I first heard my friend quote this, I didn't really think much about it. Like a lot was going on, you know, it was during the day and it wasn't until I was working out like hours later, you know, when you hear something and it doesn't really hit your brain until hours later when you're kind of decompressing. And when I had first heard it, I remember being like, oh yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I think, I feel like that makes sense. And then later I'm on my workout mat and I'm just like, absolutely not. I am not going to agree with that. And I'm not saying I'm not agreeing with my friend who quoted it. I'm saying I'm not going to agree that that's my reality in my life. And the reason why is that because I am Christian because I have Jesus, because I have a savior, I don't have to put my hope into my circumstances. I don't have to put my hope in the outcomes. And how many times you can raise your hand, I will not see it, so no shame. (laughs) You can raise your hand. How many times do we do that, right? How many times do we put our hope into things rather than the person of Jesus, right? We've all done it. I have done it so many times in so many different circumstances where God has had to take my focus off of this outcome that I've been fixated on to get me refocused back on what he's doing. Because if our hope is anchored in an outcome or a circumstance or anything of this world, other than Jesus, it has the ability to jerk us up and down because that's how circumstances in life go. They're either up or they're down. They're in the middle, they're 
all over the place. They're sideways, they're over here. And it goes day by day by day. Like, tell me that isn't true, okay? <laughs> Unless you live in like a perfect world that I just don't know about. Send me an invitation, send me the address, I'll be there. But for most of us, we don't live in this perfect world. Circumstances are always, you know, we're changing. They're always Um, We're always receiving curveballs in life, right? Like, for example, renting an apartment in New York City, guys. Hello. Where are my New Yorkers out there that rent? Um, Just the other day, me and my roommate are going on the way on a long train ride to go view an apartment. And as we're on the way there, we get a text that says it's been rented. No explanation. No, no advance notice. It's been rented. And If we would have had our hope placed in the fact that we were going to get that apartment, right? You know, making all the plans of what it's going to look like, what the furniture, what the feng shui, what the vibe is going to be, we would have been hopeless because now our hope is void of the thing that we put our hope into in the first place. But that wasn't the case because, amen, when you receive Jesus, you have a savior. You have a person of hope. So I want to read a verse to you. It's Hebrews 6. We have this hope and as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. It enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain wherein, where our forerunner Jesus has entered on our behalf. So the key there is that we have this hope as an anchor, anchor for the soul, firm and secure. So I want you to imagine yourself, your soul as an anchor that has this anchor attached to it. Now, if my soul is anchored into things and circumstances that are constantly moving, what is that going to do to me? It's going to constantly jerk and whip me from one direction to another, right? But in Jesus, just like it says here, when we're anchored in him, we are firm and secure. That means when the anchor of our soul is secured on the rock, come on, the rock, the solid rock, our foundation of Jesus, then we are not going to be shaken, right? He even promises that. So it's, uh, am I looking to the relationship to play out exactly how I thought it would for me to have hope. And that's the type of hope that I feel like that book quoted about where if you're putting your hope in specific things and you don't have Jesus to anchor your hope into, you're going to have this fear of that thing not working out because that's how it is. You don't have control over how things are going to play out in life. You just don't. And that's why, that's what creates that fear rather than knowing the promises of what Jesus has promised you for eternal life to protect you, that he has a purpose and a plan for you and that he's going to work things out for your good. That's where you don't experience the fear. You don't experience the anxiety because you're anchored into something that's secure and firm and unchanging. And so that's where the peace that surpasses all understanding comes in. And that's where you operate 
from and live from your life is just in this complete peace. And I know it because I've done both of these. I've been anchored in the world. I put my hopes in, you know, many things that never, ever were secure. And then I switched my anchor. And I feel like that's maybe what the Lord is asking you to do right now is, is really just ask yourself, like, where is that anchor? Where are you anchored? Like, where is your hope right now anchored in? Are you setting all your hopes on an outcome or are you setting your hopes on him so that if the relationship, if the apartment, if the job, if the friendship falls through, you're not going to be shaken. You're not going to be dragged in every which direction. You're going to say, wow, that didn't work out. But I trust in the promises of God and what he said he will do for me. So we've really got to stop putting our hope in the what and start putting our hope in the who. Banking on his promises instead of the specific outcome. Because the way you think it's going to happen, whatever thing that you are hoping for, believing for, praying for, it's likely not going to happen the way you think. If we look at Proverbs 3, 5, one of my favorite scriptures I've been meditating on a lot in this season of decisions, not knowing which decision is the right uh, way, just wanting to follow God. I've been really meditating. Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. Key here. Lean not on your own understanding. So a lot of times we have these fantasies and these stories that we create in our mind of how things are going to play out. Oh, I used to do this. I was the queen of this. I would be like, oh, I know exactly how God's going to work this out. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Walk with the Lord long enough and um, I still have such a long walk to go and it's so awesome. I love it. But you realize that you really don't know anything. (laughs) But that's what's so great is that you have him to trust. And it's not the thing you're putting your hope in anymore. It's not the circumstance. It's not the relationship. It's not the job. It's not how much goals or weight you can lose. It's not the bank account. You start putting your hope in something real. And you stop trying to figure things out and drive yourself crazy. Because when you're being whipped and pulled in all these different directions, it only leads you to exhaustion. But God is saying, I want to lead you to peace. I want to lead you to paths that are straight. Trust in me. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. Proverbs 3, 6. It's a promise. Standing on the promises of God is our hope. And Jesus is the word made flesh. (laughs) Come on. So putting our hope in Jesus, putting our hope in the promises of God, anchoring. An anchor isn't easily ripped out, right? It's not easily removed. It has to, you know, that's, that's really hard to remove it. So that's what we need to do is anchor ourselves in Jesus, anchor our hope in the promises of God, something that is real that we can actually hope for. And knowing that our disappointment isn't going to come because of something that God didn't do. Our disappointment only comes when our fantasies, our stories of how we said that thing was going to come to pass doesn't get met. 
our expectations aren't met. God didn't say, I will fulfill all your expectations. God didn't say, oh, I will get you into your dream school. God didn't say, oh, I will get you your dream job. No, <laughs> he didn't. But he said, I will work things. Oh, oh, let me just read the scripture. Romans 8, 28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Key there according to his purpose. So the thing is, put your hope and trust in the Lord. Like this is the first thing it says in Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. So when things don't go the way you had hoped for, and it seems like the things have fallen through, so start declaring the truth of God over yourself and don't partner with discouragement or disappointment and even if you do I mean hello you're human it is okay to feel disappointed but just take it back to the Lord give it back to the Lord and say God I trust you you can be so real with Jesus because he understands he understands that you're human it is not going to upset him it's not going to disappointment disappoint him he loves you so much so whatever you know emotional heart stuff you need to work out with him don't go work it out with the world go to Jesus the only one who is able to restore you and refresh you and guide you in wisdom and truth I honestly can't tell you how many times I have walked through this and it's through these times of finding myself at disappointment and taking it to Jesus that I have grown in my relationship and trust in him so that when circumstances go, you know, right or left or up or down or whatever, I am not shaken by them. So I'll give you an example of when I was looking for jobs. I think it was early 2020 and I really needed a job, right? And this was before the pandemic or anything. And I had interviewed with this dream company. It was a tech. I would have gotten to travel internationally, which I really, really wanted. The people were absolutely amazing. I was getting through every single interview. And I went through five interviews with this company. And at the fifth interview, they told me that they didn't think it was a good fit. Ouch. (laughs) Ouch. I was so devastated. I was so upset. I honestly, I didn't know what to think. I was just like, why would you take me through those five interviews if that's not what you had for me, God, if you were just going to close the door? But it's so crazy. Like when we're in the middle of stuff, we don't understand it until it's past. We have to look back to have the insight and perspective on the situation. So I totally feel you. If you are in that moment, trust me, I have been through so many moments like this. And that company, three months later, fast forward, I end up getting a job um, with a remote marketing company and it was perfect. But that company, and that was right before the pandemic. So this was, you know, I get hired right before the pandemic, before everything started shutting down, before revenues start crashing and all these businesses. Like it was insane, but I never lost my job through the entire pandemic. Amen. God is so faithful. And that company I had interviewed with in the beginning of January 2020 was a live events company. Come on. 
So all of their business would have been probably completely shut down. They would have probably gone through in a major pivot during that time. I'm not speaking anything ill about them. I'm just speaking facts about the impact of COVID on businesses, especially live, you know, event businesses. I've seen it firsthand. So just imagine, you know, if I would have taken that job, I could have easily been, you know, being a new hire, like lost it. I would have been let go during a time of COVID. So while I wasn't able to see and have the perspective I did then, I see now why God took me through five of those interviews. Not only, you know, was he closing the door because he had something that was sustainable for me in the future. And it wasn't till three months later. It didn't come right away. So I had to keep believing what God was saying. I had to keep believing that this is where he wanted me in New York, where I am now. And even in those three months, you know, I was really just like, what the heck, Lord? Like, what? I don't understand. But then whenever the interview came for the job I was working at at the time, I realized how much more prepared I was for it. I wasn't, you know, as insecure and shy and like, you know, unsure of myself. I wasn't trying to be anything I wasn't. And that's what I had done in those first five interviews. So God even used that to prepare me for what he had for me in the future. So anything you're looking as, as a disappointment, um, or a closed door or something you really wanted that didn't work out. God is preparing you for something better. God is directing your path. That closed door is a divine redirection into something that he has for you. So what I hope that you take away from listening to this podcast is that your hope has to be anchored in him. Your trust has to be in him because you cannot lean on your own understanding of circumstances or because again we always get it wrong oh my gosh sometimes we don't very rarely I don't again I haven't seen it (laughs) but I'm speaking from my own experience that do not lean on your own understanding trust God in all things and love him with all of your heart and take the disappointments to him and trust that he has great plans for your life all right bless you guys I pray over you just trust and confidence in who God has called you to be. Confidence not put or anchored into circumstances or people, but is anchored in the only one who can save. So bless you guys and I'll see you next time. Hey sis, before you go, I wanted to let you know about the Facebook group community we have online filled with amazing like-minded women who are following Jesus and they're seeking genuine sisterhood and community. And if that's you, I have a link for you below in the description. We'd love to see you in the group. All right, have a good one.